0: Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast. It's me, Matt Blair, and I'll be doing your intro and editing for a little while whilst Rick Carranza adjusts to his new job as a poop catcher. I mean, Some people call it being a father, but where's the fun in that? This week we're talking Loki, Rick and Morty, God of War, Fallout New Vegas, Star Wars Squadrons, Mythic Quest, MODOK, there's a Star Trek Sodium story, and we're ranking our favourite tech that we've actually owned ourselves. It's awesome. And just a heads up, there will be spoilers for Loki and perhaps some other things we might mention as well, that includes your birthday presents. And there's also, I should also give you a little heads up here as well, there's a little bit of crackling at one point in this episode because I forgot to switch my phone to airplane mode. I'm a doofus. But you also may hear some chatter in the background, but that's going to happen when we don't record in the studio. If you want us to record in the studio, consider supporting our Patreon or just simply buying us a studio. That'll help too. Anyway, that's enough talking from me. Let's go into the podcast.
1: How are you? I'm
0: very good, but how are you
1: Oh mate usually um I expect a full story from you No um, I know well, I know <laughs> I mean, know like, but usually but usually there's something about your work or just general life Yeah and, but yeah. let's so be honest you just went, <laughs> I'm usually I'm just waiting for you to finish I, mean, I usually <laughs> I go away make a cup of coffee come back you're still talking yeah, um yep. but no today yeah. you just went I'm fine Nothing yeah, going
0: it. on in my life is as interesting as what's just happened in yours
1: yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I found out I can upgrade to Windows 11. It's really that exciting. Is, see, do you know what? It that is, is, so that, is the, that is the shit right there. That is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about it. I've never upgraded to Windows before, so it's and really that's that's why we took that week experience. off. That's why we yeah, took that week yeah. off. You just wanted to, to play around. To, yeah, had to had to work out if I could do it. Um, I've seen all the leaks of Windows 11. Seen what's happening. It's, it looks very Mac OS like, so it should be a bit easier for yeah. me to use. Uh, but yeah, that's that's, like, that's that's the big that's the big thing in 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 my life uh, right now. I know. And from um, what I've
0: from what yeah, you've yeah, like yeah. been saying, that it's it's actually moved you to tears a fair few times yeah, as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's just like a new beginning. It's just yeah. like you know. It's totally blown me away. Um, it's it's just like having com- a new baby, isn't it? It's completely new in my life. Like yeah. I've never experienced. I don't think like it's one of these things that I think like. You know, I get it. I get it. You know when Windows users mm. like talk about, you know, you, you just don't get it unless you get it. You no. know, like you, oh, you have totally. to have you have to have it yourself to understand. Like I totally get it. Or when they turn around, you know when like you know, like Windows users they turn around and go like, ah, oh, <laughs> you know, you that, that will all go, you'll have to give all that up yeah. when you get one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you get it. And, and, yeah, and I gotta like, say
0: someone from, 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 speaking to someone from the outside of the situation, it's making me mm. broody for a new operating
1: system for my computer yep, as well. Yep. yep. So it's yeah. uh yeah, it's it's, it's 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 definitely a brand new world. It's, it's very yeah. it's, it's interesting. It's a lot of headaches, uh, having to learn new things, Ooh, learn a new yeah. operating system. Yeah, um, realize that you know, you know what I thought I knew, I I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> things, yeah. a lot of stuff totally like that. It. Yeah. Um, it's it's really nice. It's like yeah, it's it's, it's very much like having a baby. Um, you know, there's a lot of sleepless nights when you, when something goes wrong, you're not yep. quite sure what's going on. Um, you know, you've got this new thing that you're trying to learn. You think you know everything because you've gone through life, but actually you forget what it's like to Ooh. be a baby. Uh, so you're having to see things through a new frame. Um, you know, people don't quite understand what it's like, you know, they, they, they're trying to give you advice and try and, uh, empathize with you, but you're like, Matt, you, sound, you start sounding like a Vietnam vet going, <laughs> you don't know, man, you weren't there. <laughs> right. Um, you, you know, it's, 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 all sorts of strange things. So yeah, you know, new operating system, very much like a, very nice, like a new baby. I mean, in, incidentally, I've had a new baby. So yeah. like, I'm kind of speaking from experience right now. Yeah. Um, you know, yes. it's only 11 days old at this moment in time. Uh, but definitely nowhere near as scary wait, as a new wait, operating system. Wait, wait, you're
0: talking about Windows 11 and the baby is 11 <laughs> days old. Coincidence? It's called writing, dude. <laughs>
1: I know I know I know I know it's I know like, like listen, I know this might be an alien concept to you, but this is what comedians do. They write material do you, do you? and then you? Perf- and then perform it. I've I've <laughs> never had that experience. Teach never. me. Absolutely. <laughs> Teach me. So yeah, I've got a baby. How 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 is that? Exhausting. Of course it is. <laughs> Kill I mean, genuinely amazing, don't get me wrong. Like, little human. Very scary about a little human who's completely reliant on me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and and mum. (laughs) Yes, yeah. And that goes without saying. I mean, if anything, this baby, this this child is more reliant on mum than me. Yes. Like, it's not it's not sucking my breast for food uh, <laughs> like, have you tried though you've wanted to haven't you I, i've not tried and i don't <laughs> want to and 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 it's and the baby has come close to trying itself <laughs> and i've had to be like no 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 move away from there move away from there <laughs> um so yeah it's it's pretty awesome it's pretty awesome oh, um that happy for the, you man. it's it's there's you know what there's weird things that have come up that i never i never expected um Umbilical cords. Right. Right. So what, 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 what's your knowledge of an umbilical
0: cord? Well, I, well I, isn't it like f- from the placenta to the baby and it feeds it? And that's, that's where it gets its nourishment from.
1: People keep it. People, some people keep yeah. it, which yeah. is. Yeah. 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 I mean, people, fine. some people eat the placenta. Yeah. We, oh God, we got told about that in the hospital. Like, mm. No, apparently someone like the, 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 the delivery midwife, middle delivery nurse or whatever, um, that was, um, did, Helped us out, uh, that delivered our baby, yeah. You know, surprisingly, um, it's she was saying that, uh, the weirdest one she ever had was baby, uh, baby was delivered, placenta placenta then came out. Someone ran out of the room with the placenta, 40 minutes came back with a smoothie.
0: Oh, no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 Take that story back. Take it back. (laughs) Placenta smoothie. My question is, my real question is, what did you add to it as well? Because a smoothie is never just a smoothie. A smoothie is never just like banana. You don't have a banana smoothie. You have have like a strawberry and banana smoothie. Or like, you know, what what would you add to a placenta to make it more palatable? (laughs) 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 This is an acacia and pineapple and placenta smoothie.
0: Oh God. (laughs) I can't even... I just can't.
1: Mate, you think, do you know what? Like I've become over the last, over the last 11 days, I've become desensitized to several things. Yeah. Things like talking about stuff like that, mm-hmm. talking about um the, the, the color consistency and regularity of shit uh, yeah. that's coming out my baby. I've seen, I've physically seen the shit come out my baby's ass. Uh, yeah. 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 I've literally Projectile. taken off an, taken off an nappy. God. Oh, okay. Cool. Lift it just comes out more of it comes out and you're just like brilliant cool i'm all right with that uh, <laughs> I, I i have i have had taken off a nappy and seen shit just all over the place just yeah. Just, just yeah just all over the place yeah. just going i'm now having to clean genitalia uh because of this <laughs> it's yeah it's, it's, everywhere. It's, everywhere. It's, it's everywhere it's everywhere it's everywhere um i have had to i've i've had to change nappies th- uh, two minutes after changing one because yeah. I've literally picked picked up the baby and it's just let go again. Um, I've had yeah. to I've had to duck while it's peeing at me. <laughs> and then I've mop had to it change up clothes twice in a row because um baby would get changed ha- accidentally get some shit on its clothes, so i have to change clothes. Yeah. Change it again and then pee all over itself and I have to change clothes again. I mean what, what joy you must have in your life right now. <laughs> I have never done so much laundry in my life. <laughs> oh dear. So, well, because
0: this was something that like came up in, like, I saw my family the other day. I say the other day, it was yesterday. And uh, an old story that came up, um, because talking about baby's poop, hmm. uh, you know what? where the, the, the baby's first poop or how the first baby's first poop is formed? yeah it's it's with the hair on yeah. the body yeah mm. um so what happened was this story came up because uh, my my mom had my uh brother my oldest brother when she was 19
1: yeah
0: uh, he was he was a, like a teeny bit premature teeny bit premature um so premature though that that process hadn't occurred yet so what happened was my brother my brother was born completely covered in hair right? (laughs) My mum being 19 years old, having her first child and being quite scared about that situation is all of a sudden gone. What have I done? What have I given birth to some wolf child? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Congratulations.
0: You have given birth to teen wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Cause you would, if you didn't know that you would freak the fuck out. So, uh, so yeah, um, in terms of that's that's my only baby poop story that that I have from from my
1: personal recollection. Just wait, just it's, wait. It's wait. a cleaner one than yours. Just <laughs> just just wait, just wait. Like, and I'm sure I'll bring more to the table. Like literally, like like my baby has definitely brought more to the table <laughs> in terms of poop, quite literally. <sighs> oh, uh, you know, it's, it's 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 wonderful experience having a having a baby. Um, I highly recommend it to if you if you can if you're able to um don't if you if you if you're unable to have your own a brand new one I I would recommend pre-owned as well um <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, way of putting so, it yeah 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 so um I'm but glad just you be went aware pre-owned
0: and not used
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just I just I'd I just be aware that um there is no returns policy <laughs> the warranty isn't great (laughs) so yeah there's there's, there's, this yeah so it's 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 a way it's it's wonderful i i love it i i miss sleep Um, I, I've learned how to sleep in two to three hour blocks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. The the man
0: who said he never would usually naps is now the master of napping.
1: Napping has become wonderful. (laughs) I love, I love an afternoon nap now. Just, you know, hour, hour and a half nap. Oh, just wonderful. Yeah. Just wonderful. More, more workplaces should allow you to have a nap i'm moving to spain um it's
0: (laughs) i mean i have to say having having been there during when when you have the siesta like Mm. seriously you sometimes you have no choice because it's just so hot you're just like i have to pass out yeah yeah i have to pass
1: out But yeah, so that's that's baby. That's that's baby. And believe it or not, I've actually had time to watch some stuff. Have you been introducing him to some stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. There's been there's been Star Trek: Next Generation has been on in the background. Fantastic. Um, I also found myself going, ooh, I want to watch some Family Guy." Putting it on and going, "I know he's in. I mean, he's only a newborn, but." I don't want him to pick up any of. <laughs> let's stick on Sword and Stone instead. Yeah. Let's, stick, let's, let, let's stick on Lion King. You don't like, want, you you don't want a Maggie enough.
0: Simpson attacking Homer situation. Like, yeah, from, yeah. From
1: <laughs> Things have changed. But um, I have watched some stuff. What, what have you been watching this week? Uh, well, well,
0: uh, do we, do we want to talk about the big one first?
1: Well, shall we? Yeah. Cause you obviously, we've got a couple of episodes to catch up on, but let's try and keep it succinct. Cause I think we could get carried away with this.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, there's three episodes now. We're halfway through the, 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 the potentially first season of Loki. There's, there's talk of a second season. Um, I think it's got legs if it, if it does, like if, if it resolves in a, in a certain way, I think. Loki could go, I mean, Loki's basically Doctor Who on a big budget right now. Mm. Like, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Doctor yeah. Who
0: on a big budget. It
1: really Wibbly, is. Wibbly, wobbly, timey, whiny. Exactly. And stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: I love it. I get really frustrated when I see people complaining about it and saying, it's not very good. Um, I think Who's complaining about it. There, look, it, it's, if it's, if it's, it's, it couldn't be Disney if it wasn't polarizing. There are people who like it, there are people who think it's slow, there are people who don't like the bisexual overtones, especially of that last episode. I mean, the entire episode was coloured like the bisexual flag for the entire time. Uh, and and it works. I thought it was really good. I thought it was I thought it was really clever. Um I think
1: um Because so someone we know wrote the last episode. Well,
0: not that I know, I know
1: of. Oh I, yeah. I don't I don't
0: I don't know. Someone I've sure, worked with someone you've worked know, with, and that's that's yeah. awesome. You know. Um, six Degrees of Rick Carranza now. That's 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 what it is when it comes to the Marvel I just know universe. everyone, mate. I just know everyone. I just know
1: everyone. <laughs> Kevin Costner. I know him. Oh. I mean, th- through Six Degrees. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, 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 I really like
0: it. And I think that last episode, I was a little frustrated that it didn't resolve in that episode, especially for the fact that it was the shortest episode of the lot. The first two episodes are like 52 minutes, give or take because of the credits but the second this third episode was 42 minutes give or take with the credits so it was a much shorter episode and i i feel like and this will sort of overlap with something i'm going to talk about in a bit but i feel like if the next episode resolves what's going on within five minutes i'll be like that should have just been the end of the last episode do you know what i mean yeah. It's like no point in doing a cliffhanger for the sake of a cliffhanger.
1: No, no, I, t- I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, is it bad that right now I'm just thinking, um, you've mentioned six degrees. <laughs>
0: you've actually been looking
1: at six degrees. I, I'm looking up how, how I can get to um, Kevin Costner in six <laughs> degrees um right now i don't don't listen okay while i'm while i'm doing that i'll get my thoughts out i i really enjoyed the last episode um i i I totally agree with you they can't just do a resolve right at the beginning of the episode that'd be quite annoying Mm -hmm. i would like to see something a little bit more drawn out um i i genuinely the show keeps keeps getting better and better as i'm watching it Mm -hmm. um and i'm doing what I'm, I'm trying to do something that i didn't do during wandavision i'm trying not to theorize too much i'm trying to just sit back and let the episode unfurl around me I'm, I'm trying to enjoy it a little bit more rather than end up disappointing myself because something didn't happen the way that i wanted it to happen yeah um so it's it's i'm loving it but that, 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 that that's the long story short is that i'm really 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 enjoying it and it's a great great series um could it get a season two? I mean, I'd like that. Yeah. I mean, if it was that, say,
0: I'm going to, this isn't going to be too spoilerific because this is just speculation of Mm. what I'd like, but I'd like to maybe see essentially the TVA to be restructured, repurposed, and it's still kind of doing what it's supposed to be doing. But Either loki's in charge or is just or maybe put mobius in charge and loki's yep. just another agent that maybe is even working with the lady loki with sylvie like if yeah. they, those two are partners because they've got good chemistry and that's that's quite a nice concept where two different loki's are partners fixing the timeline but also yeah. might have their own nefarious purposes on the side and that's a nice concept for a season two Yeah, no, i
1: like so that. so
0: so you know there's there's a, there's a lot that can be done. There's a lot that can be done. Um, I think the twist that was revealed that they're, a, all yeah, they're, all, they're all yeah variants. They're all variants. Yeah. I mean that 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 was kind of hinted at with his love for jet skis, and all you just needed was that extra clue, and you're just like, okay. Do you,
1: do you think it's going to turn out that uh, Mobius was in Baywatch?
0: Something like that. Oh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be that he was some surfer dude. Uh, or as you say, like a 90s jet skier. That's, yeah. that's, he, he's, that, you know, because he, he was very specific about the 90s period. He was like, you know, there was this one time in the mid 90s where this beautiful uh, merging of style and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and it was the jet skis. Like he's clearly from that time period. Yes. Uh, and also apparently I didn't notice this. The drink that he has was very prominent. That canned drink is very yeah. prominent in uh, the, the the 90s so there's nice that's nice hints for that um the guy who didn't know what a fish was that's an interesting thing like you'd think of if he's if, you know you can't be like working for people that know time the universe and everything and they don't know what a fish is there's there's something fishy about that i mean there's something fishy. of course you're going to say no that. i didn't Look, <laughs> no pun really intended with that just accidentally really? no it was, really? look I, I don't have a very vast vocabulary i'm sorry but but, but that's the best i could do uh, you don't have
1: a vast vocabulary.
0: I, I i don't <laughs> i really don't oh
1: um, mate yeah, i'm still, yeah i am still looking this up by the way you're still just trying to, to th- find your link to kevin costner i'm i'm still trying to find my link to kevin costner um Oh, there's probably, you probably got one. Hold on. I know, I know, I know what route I'm going down. I performed a show yeah. in 2017 at the Edinburgh Fringe mm-hmm. to which Robert Picardo came and watched. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Robert Picardo appeared in Star Trek First Contact. He did. As the EMH. Yes. With Patrick Stewart. Yes. Yep. Patrick Stewart appeared in Star Trek Generations. Yes. Yeah. With Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. Right. So that's where I'm up to right now is Whoopi Goldberg. Now I'm pretty sure there'll be something that I can find. Whoopi Goldberg Goldberg. and
0: and, and Kevin Costner together. Yeah,
1: exactly. So that's, that that, that's, that's the next step. There's got to be, there's got to be a
0: better one. There's got to be a better one. Uh, I've just, all of a sudden, my Kevin Costner filmography is, is uh, a, a, a little bit out in my head, but <laughs> okay. I think I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. You have a connection to Kevin Costner. Your first link, I think, is through me. How is it through you? So I've, let's see if this is within six degrees. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay so you know me yes I went to school as we've talked about before with Emily Blunt yep Emily Blunt was in The Devil Wears Prada with Meryl Streep Meryl Streep was in a um weird sort of TV special called The Earth Day Special with Kevin Costner
1: (laughs) um so Very we got good. you there we got you there and i was the first step so there we go all right i like it how you had to try and get yourself no the reason there. the reason
0: why was because like with emily blunt that opens up a lot more things
1: that opens it, up a lot more things it does it does i mean we we said kevin kevin bacon sorry kevin costner kevin bacon what am i talking about Oh, you six wanted to do Kevin, Kevin, Bacon. Bacon. He, is Kevin Bacon. It's Kevin Bacon. It's Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's not Six Degrees of Kevin Costner. It's Kevin Bacon. I know, Bacon. but I thought
0: that's what made it more fun than it was the Six no, Degrees of Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Costner. Sorry,
1: I got, I got it completely wrong. Um, okay, but, well, you still uh, have one through me as well. <laughs> well, anyway, but my whole thing is, here we go, here we go. Robert Ricardo came to my show. Yep. Uh, Robert Ricardo was in Star Trek First Contact yep. with Patrick Stewart. Patrick yes. Stewart was in uh, Star Trek Generations with Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg... Um, was in Ghost with Demi Moore. Mm -hmm. Demi Moore was in A Few Good Men with Kevin Bacon. There you go. There you go. There we go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That took way too long. Should we move on to our next thing? Let's move on to the next thing, yes. Loki's good. That's all we need to really say there. Um, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, episode one of the new season. Um, So many more laughs than I have had in one and a half seasons of Solar Opposites. Like, literally proper, proper laughing. Proper laughing. I still, I've had maybe one episode, I still haven't finished season two, but I've had like one episode of Solar Opposites where I went, okay, that's quite funny. I quite like that. And that was like the big dick energy uh, episode. I I, I thought that was quite funny. But other than that, no real big laughs. But episode one, Mr. Nimbus, he controls the police. Fucking hilarious fucking hilarious i really really liked the episode what about you
1: i think it's um rick and morty it's back it's it's become a bit of a poor man's sore opposites <laughs> <laughs> <You prick. laughs> no it was okay i enjoyed it um i don't think it was anything special no uh, no, no 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 i no. I, th- I thought i thought it was quite enjoyable i quite liked um I quite liked the story. I thought it was quite fun. Um, but I just didn't, I, I, it was just like, okay, cool. I think I'm getting a little bit of Rick and Morty fatigue. Really? Mm. Oh, I think I am. Um, I watched, I watched some of their one-off specials. Like, did you watch the computer game special? Thing I really saw,
0: days? I saw most of the eight bit thing and then I sort of turned off of it because it was yeah. just like watching someone play a game without the, the commentary. Yeah. But, uh, yeah,
1: it was, it was Twitch without Twitch. Yeah. Um, I I I don't know, I really like Rick and Morty. I really do, and I really mm. enjoyed the episode, but I now feel like Rick and Morty is now becoming background noise to me. And also it feels I also feel like with Rick and Morty is the what I've what I've loved about it is how self aware and self referential it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um takes the mick out of itself. It's kind like when they sort of went, what do you want to watch? Do you want to watch a movie? Do you want to watch some intergalactic cable? And it was mm-hmm. just like, okay, we've done that joke a lot now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I,
0: I totally, I totally get what you're, what you're saying with that. Um, But I just, I still think a lot of the, the, the lines are really sharp. I, I, I do like yeah, it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It hasn't it's lost sharp its, its writing. It, no,
1: no, no, no. I'm not criticizing yeah. the quality of the episode. I'm criticizing, I'm not even criticizing anything of it. I'm just saying that, I think my enjoyment of it has maybe peaked. Fair do. Um, yeah. I think like fair. I am, I'm enjoying it. I am going to enjoy it and I'm going to continue to watch it. Cause I still think it is very, very, very good. Um, I just don't think I'm enjoying it as much as when I first started watching it, as That's in fair. like you know the first few seasons. Um, it's kind of like it's if you if you want to go to the opposite end of the scale, like like Futurama. I loved every single, I, I loved almost every single episode, and I continued to enjoy it, even when it came back after being cancelled. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got fatigue watching Futurama, and likewise, I, I go back and I watch it, and I still don't get fatigue from watching it. With this, it feels. I I don't I don't know what it is because even though it's still high, it's not like Simpsons or Family Guy where the quality just takes a massive dive of a cliff. The quality hasn't dipped, but I do feel like it's like okay, so we're just gonna make that joke again. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're you're either no. in you're either in or you're out. I, I get yeah. that. I get that. I, yeah. I do get it. Um,
1: the only thing. No, I don't. No, 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 I don't think it's as simple as I'm in or or out. I, I I still enjoy it. Mm. It's just that my enjoyment has just sort of dialed back a little bit. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's, it's, it's now. It's it's becoming rather than a highlight of my week to watch um, background noise.
0: Yeah, that's. I, I get it. I get it. I have to say there was what there was one thing that did disappoint me about it, and that's that it's see it, it sort of feels like it's the one season opener that hasn't continued what was left at the end of the last season. So at the end of the last season it was Rick just in an absolute hole with himself because he realised like how terrible a father he was because of the whole cloning of his daughter situation. And even he doesn't know which one's the real one. Do you know, I think that's, that kind of annoys me now as well is that there's... There was some threads. And then the last thing you really saw him doing was, he was was like, well, I'm a pretty shitty father, but at least I can be a, a, a good friend. And he's sort of trying to repair Bird Person into being the person he used to be. Mm. and that's that was one of the last things so we still haven't seen any of that we did but i guess it's only,
1: it's only the first episode so true we'll see
0: but it's like it normally would have continued from that it sort of feels like it's that's sort of fallen by the wayside and i am wondering whether the next episode is going to continue from rick being arrested
1: hmm.
0: or if it's just going to be reset and that's that's you know by the bye. we shall see mm. we shall watch mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. um what else? So the one thing that
0: I've finished since we last spoke, and I wanted to get a little bit into it, but there's, I've just got some key things that I want to say about Titans. Go on. Uh, Titans. So I've finished seasons one and two of Titans. Both series, fine, until you get to the season finales. Um, the first season has a season finale that ends on such a cliffhanger, and it's what I was talking about earlier, where season two's first episode really should have been the season finale because it was the episode that f- it, it it finished off what happens in that season it it, it that, and it's just annoying that that's how it ended where you're just like this this whole thing feels like a finale it feels like an ending but it's supposed to be setting the scene for what's happening next and it doesn't really set it up apart from a post-credit scene and then you're like oh so this is what the season's going to be about but again that could have been the end of season one and still have that post-credit scene and be like, okay, so that's what season two is going to be. It's sort of, it's frustrating that that that's how it went. And that just just really annoyed me. Um, you know, finish your season properly. You know, it doesn't have to be a cliffhanger. I guess they really wanted that season two because maybe Titans wasn't doing so well because it was on DC universe when it was first released. And now DC universe, I believe is no more. Um, season two's finale was fine until all of a sudden they just kill off a random character for no goddamn reason. The only reason I can think of is that they, they just wanted out of their contract, but it was the dumbest death that comes from nowhere. And it's, it's almost like someone went, and I I guess this person dies. (sighs) Like there's no real rhyme (laughs) or reason other than maybe to set up some sort of thread that's going to happen in season three. But it's like, yay, we've done it, everyone. Oh, no, but here's a situation and this person's now dead. And you're like, what? What? What?" And I just, I was sat there with Kelly going, this is dumb. This is really fucking dumb. And I've never really done that, even all throughout all of Jupiter's legacy, which was really fucking dumb. I never Mm. sat there and went, this is shit. But yeah, that ending yeah, yeah. of that Titans season finale, I as I, I was dumbfounded at how awful it was. Just oh, so geez. bad, so bad. And they had a really interesting season. It dips quite a lot. Robin or Dick Grayson goes on a bit of a journey, um, which is a really shit journey. Somehow, like, the, the, the justice system in America clearly moves a lot faster than I, I thought it did. <laughs> I thought trials went on for months, sometimes years, but no, he's like arrested, put on trial, sent to prison, um, all in the space of like an hour and a half. It's, (laughs) it's ridiculous. It's completely absurd, but, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Titans, do I recommend it? In some ways, yes. Cause some of it's really cool. Beast Boy is really cool. There was some episodes with Beast Boy where I really enjoyed his character, and I thought, "I like you, I like you a lot." Oh. And then dude. they bring Superboy into it. Crypto the dog. Crypto the yep. dog is in it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious that they've managed to make Crypto a thing, and it not actually be the shittest part of the se- series. Brilliant! Who would have thought? Who would have thought that crypto wouldn't be the shitest part in a C in a DC live action show? But here we are. Uh, so yeah, that's Titans. It's cool. Uh, it's 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 on Netflix. <laughs> that's that's the most positive thing I can say about it. It's on Netflix. Right. Well done. Then. Well done.
1: Nice. I love. <laughs>
0: oh okay cool. Cool, cool 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 um what else have you been watching
1: very quickly i'll just sign off on three things okay very, very quickly just thing modok continues to be wonderful yes uh all the, the developing characters yes. character development not just of modok but of other characters mm. it's wonderful it's yeah wonderful. the monica stuff has been quite good oh, yeah it's so good yeah so good so i'm really really enjoying that uh everyone just simply needs to knock out the park it's really funny but really sweet it is it's a lot sweeter than you think yeah 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 um i just 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 when modok goes to try and take over avengers headquarters by himself (laughs) it's just the sweetest thing i I love his funeral speech (laughs) yeah yeah it's so it's so good it's so good so modok brilliant yeah um the uh Bad Batch continues to be a brilliant uh season eight for Clone. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you just accepted that now. No, i I've, yeah, it is, but it isn't, but it's brilliant. I yeah. I am really, really enjoying it. Um it's nice to be back in that universe. Uh different storylines. It's revealed something that was not really a reveal. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, oh, we're going to reveal this thing that we've been teasing. And it's like, yeah, we kind of worked this out a long time ago yeah. in a galaxy, galaxy far, far away. Yeah. So, but it's it's still really good watch. I really, really enjoyed it. So definitely <laughs> recommend it. Um, and the last thing, very quickly, just to cover off is uh, the season finale of Mythic Quest was just on the season finale, season two Mythic Quest. I love this show. I really love this show. Um, this season, so, so much more than last season. And like, I really enjoyed last season. But this season, the joke rate is higher. Um, the storytelling is better. Um, the characters are better. Um, it's just brilliant. And it seems, it, every, ev- everyone's motivation is brilliant. It's such a, a great show to watch. Um, and absolutely hilarious. just really funny. I find like, there's loads of people. <laughs> I love geek culture. Yeah. I love nerds. hmm But unfortunately, sometimes the worst people are attracted to Greek culture, geek culture. The people who complain about um, these are too, things are too woke. Oh, people right, who complain yes. about diversity in Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, what? <laughs> yeah. But those types of people, yeah. And I have seen people complaining that this season of um so there's a there's a storyline involving two girls who get they get into a relationship um and sort of goes back forth. But what's really funny about this like is one of them is portrayed that she is like that sort of stereotypical woke, you know, mm-hmm. feminist, blah blah blah, anything like that. But throughout these throughout the show, she's taking the mick out of like Gen Z is taking the mick out relentlessly and stuff like that. Like there's a whole point in the last episode, there's this whole point in the speech about, so this is one girl who comes in, who's just like uh, wants to be spoken to, uh, wants to get some help because she's basically, she, she quit the job, quit her job thinking that she was going to be able to get into this school for programming, but she got rejected because her programming is a bit rubbish. Um, and then eventually the two people at Mythic Quest go, right. Well, I'll tell you what, you're still going to be employed by us and we're going to pay for you to go to college to do this thing, even though what you've done is shit. Um, and she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, because you've got determination. You want, you think this thing is good. So therefore we want to invest in that and we don't want you going to another place. Anyway. And then like one of the characters, she starts doing this whole, she goes into this whole speech thing. And like, uh, one of the characters goes, no, 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 don't do your Gen Z shit. Don't do any of that victimhood Gen Z shit. You've got this opportunity, take it. And like throughout the show, there's like a lot of things where it's like, it's kind of, it's been very inclusive, but also pushed back on some th- things that are seen as stereotypical. And it's kind of been more balanced than I expected on lots of stuff. And I've, I've really, really enjoyed it. Like, there's a whole episode where one person turned around, it's like, um, one of the characters turned around, the one that I was talking about, she was she's in a car. Uh, with her boss mm. and she's complaining how about he's a white man who therefore he's got things easier um, and he turned around and says yeah you're right I'm a white man do you know how I got my break and she went no she says, I got stuck in an elevator with my boss and while I was in that elevator I pitched 17 different ideas to him um, and he gave me him a job based on the fact that none of the ideas were good but I had 17 of them that's right? pretty cool yeah and she sat there just in silent and he sat in the car and they're in the car and it's just mm. the two of them in the car. And he's just like, this is your elevator. Yes.
0: That's really, that's nice. That's nicely done.
1: And so it's like, it's that whole thing of like, it doesn't turn around and say what she's saying is wrong. But what it does say is that there are opportunities out there, you know, and it shows people taking those opportunities, it shows people losing those opportunities. Uh, it shows people, it shows diversity in um, acceptance in a really really good way as well like none of these people are typecast or get their roles because of anything they get it because of talent or hard work or impressing people And it's really nice so i think it's definitely worth watching um if you want if you see it so yeah nice. season two finale of uh mythic quest go watch it if anything go watch it because it really pisses off right wingers <laughs> <laughs>
0: and if that's not a reason
1: yeah there we go.
0: So, what have
1: you been playing this week? Uh,
0: well, been continuing on with God of War. That's going to come to an end uh, pretty soon. Pretty, pretty, pretty certain that's going to come to a, a close on the next stream. Um, everyone hates the child. Everyone hates the child. E- e- everyone. You know how everyone loves Baby Yoda. You yeah. know how everyone loves Baby Yoda. Atreus right. is the other side of the coin. Uh, right. where everyone fucking hates him. He's a whiny little git. When he learns he's a god, he becomes an arrogant little git. Uh, and then when he realises that he was acting like an ar- arrogant little git, he becomes a whiny little git again. So it's it's just, it's. hopefully he grows up a little bit in the next game. Um, I got to finally fight a Valkyrie, which was something I'd been uh, trying to show the, the viewers, um, yep. how, uh, how painfully hard they are to beat. Um, by dying several times and not even getting a quarter of its health bar down. They are the (laughs) hardest things ever in any video game. And I've got the game on easy and it would kill me in one hit, one hit. Oh mate, one hit. And eventually I just went, everyone, I am throwing in the towel. And then I actually, I, I actually had because uh, I've got a whiteboard for drawing stuff on now. I actually have a towel that I was able to physically throw, <laughs> just to, in case the point wasn't clear enough. I was able to just throw the towel. But, uh, oh, dude! <laughs> I get serious with my metaphors. Um, dude, so, that. so that was that was the thing. But one, if I'm going to talk about something fun, well, something that has been fun, and then last night happened. Um, Star Wars squadrons. Right. Star Wars squadrons. Now, some of my Those favorite- controls, right? The, well, the, the controls, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of all right. So as I've talked about before, in Battlefront 2 on PlayStation 2, the dogfighting in that was brilliant. Was, was really, really good. And the fact that you could actually go from the third or first person shooter, jump in an X-Wing and then do some fighting in that respect. And then if you get shot down, then you start back on the ground again. And it, it, it was just great. It was just great. This game, uh, then, well, then the, the remastered, or not remastered, but Battlefront, When Force Awakens came out, there was the Battlefront that came out for that. And dogfighting was, for me, the best part in that game. So the controls in Squadrons is very similar to that, uh, except that you had the third-person option, which I do kind of prefer. But as Squadrons is designed really for VR players, it doesn't have that option. The first couple of weeks, once I got the controls down, I was fucking brilliant okay maybe not brilliant but i was completing the missions with relative ease yeah there were some hairy moments but i i, I was getting the gist of it and it was te- the the problem that i do find with the game is that it's it's got what i call a, a columbo tutorial system where every mission it would be going oh by the way here's another thing you have to learn yeah oh by the way one more thing every mission was a one more thing. I was like, what, this is Columbo tutorials. Just, it's always one more thing. Last night, I reached a point of pure frustration. (gasps) Like it it became needlessly difficult. So I've just been shooting things down and I'm fine with shooting things down. That's all I need to do. Last night, I was having to do escort missions. So I'd also have to make sure that every now and then I'd go to this shuttle and fire like a shield thing onto it. I'd have to attach a shield to it. And it it just became really annoying. Then I also had to shoot missiles. And obviously the missiles are coming from all directions. So it's like, right, where's the next missile? it's it's always behind me. It's always fucking behind me. (laughs) So I'm having to re-maneuver myself to, to, to aim for behind me and then like try and find one tiny missile in the black of space. And it turns out every battle is in a debris field. So there's just death everywhere. Uh, Anything to crash into. Last night I was also like in a tunnel. It was a bit like the, 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 what's it? The Kessel Run. Where if I, if I deviated too far from the tunnel I was in, I would, I'd get caught in a storm and die. So when you're in the middle of a dogfight and you're flying and following something, all of a sudden you just accidentally end up outside in the storm of space. And it just became needlessly difficult, like needlessly difficult. And eventually I was like, I'm not having fun anymore. I'm not having oh, fun anymore no. the last two weeks I was having so much fun because I was good at the game then, <laughs> then I became bad at the game and surprise no 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 it's not fun anymore why? Why, why why do this to myself why I mean I'm still oh, gonna mate. still going to still gonna I've got that far I'll, I'll have to closure what's been did you one of the most fun things is naming my characters
1: yes. How, how, what's your, what's been your uh, naming scheme? So, so characters? my
0: imperial fighter, his name is Dick Head. Uh, D I K H E D D. He is Dick Head. Well, he works for the Empire. And, uh, someone suggested I call my, uh, my rebel fighter, uh, Jammy Dodger, but I gave it, I did it in a really Star Warsian way. So it's Jam, me, M I. And then D apostrophe O-J-A, nja <laughs> oh, me which is Which is very Star wars George Lucas yes. way of naming yes. things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's been
0: one of the more fun elements of Star Wars Squadrons. It, look, it, it, if you're into that sort of game, it's really good. I maybe, I might have a better time if I did put it on easy, but I have just put it on normal. Mm, So mm. maybe, maybe I'd I'd have a bit of a time. And I do find the, it's strange that the empire, none of the TIE fighters have shielding. Yeah. But that's Star Wars. And the, and the X-Wings do. You'd think the empire would like, you know,
1: they'd learn how to shield. Um, I think they're so vast that they, they they just see their pilots as um, cannon fodder. (laughs) You'd say one dies, 10 shall rise in this place. (laughs) both
0: owned Hail by Hydra. disney yes there you go both owned by disney but yes that's what i've been playing i played a little bit of countdown played a little cool. bit of countdown um i've managed to do it on my streams for the first time which i'm i was very excited about being able to do because i wanted to play countdowns for a <laughs> countdown for ages um and uh i would you know what was even more satisfying to be able to solve conundrums with people watching Because sometimes it's the sort of thing that when you do it, you want to be able to go, yes, I did it. And sometimes I'm just there on my own going, and there's no one here to witness my greatness. And yeah, I managed to solve. Don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. I have, (laughs) I have greatness in my veins and it's for solving word puzzles, despite not having a good vocabulary.
1: Nope. Cool. Cool. Whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want, dude.
0: Thank you. What have you been playing?
1: Uh, not much, as you can imagine. Yeah. I've been quite busy. Uh, you
0: did been playing Catch the Poop.
1: That's what you've been yeah, playing. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, I did continue my playthrough of uh, Fallout New Vegas um, on Friday on stream. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's, 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 it's a good Fallout game. Story's good. It's, it's, story's interesting. Um, the setting is it's fallout you know the i love the capsule wastelands and sort of wandering around and finding stuff and it's like oh that i want to go over here now and explore this little bit and i quite like that i quite like that it's quite nice i've quite enjoy it so yeah um it's yeah it's it's just it's it's not much to say about it apart from it's a very it's a good fallout game isn't this is this the one that didn't do very well review wise this, no i think this one did well review i think this one did reasonably well review okay. but this was the one that wasn't made by bethesda studios okay it was made by the original people who made Fallout before mm-hmm. they were bought mm-hmm. out by bethesda um and yeah no i i i really like it so that's pretty much all i have to say about okay it. fair <laughs> enough yeah there's not much because i say i've been so busy oh, um, yeah of course. yeah Apart from I have been playing a lot of Minecraft in my spare moments. Oh, that's nice. Um, okay. Yeah, um, I'm taking, you know that um server that you got invited onto? Yeah. You should go on. Why? You need to come visit my base. Okay. Trust me. I feel like I'm going
0: to go there and it's going to be an effigy of me on fire. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's um, okay. definitely definitely a wicker man thing going <laughs> you know, on. I bought I bought it right, and I've still only played it
1: once. <laughs> that go that into, one go, night. Go into the server. Go to my base. Trust me. Okay. Have a look above my
0: base. Okay. High in the sky. I don't know if I'm on your server. I think I'm on the streamers' server, but no, not yes, your one. yeah, that's
1: the one. I'm, that's that's what I'm talking about. That oh, server. the
0: streamers, the streamers' yeah, server. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go
1: into the streamer server. Okay go to my base okay. and look up into the sky above my base. Okay. okay. <laughs> You'll see. All
0: right. Okay. You'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah. So that's what that's we've it. been playing. That's what we've been playing. Okay. Now, have you, have you had any with withdrawal symptoms? None whatsoever. I'm
1: too exhausted.
0: You, no, no withdrawal from, you know, a certain, a certain bit of seasoning? <sighs> Go on then. Have you, have you had enough? Have you had enough salt in your system lately? Oh, God. Go on then. Let's play it. Let's play it. Salt, salt, how much do you need? Salt, salt, well, just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. So welcome back, Rick. Mm-hmm. Here's a story for you. Go on. Here's a story for you. You can take it with a pinch of salt, but I think with the right amount of salt, you might actually find some joy in this sodium story. Okay. Okay. Star Trek Mm. animated movie rumored to be in the works. Okay. Okay. So Mm. this is... uh, more to do with Paramount Plus, by the looks of things, or what used to be, it used to be called something else, wasn't it? CBS All Access, and now it's Paramount Plus. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we're getting more Star Trek content, uh, the platform's unveiling ambitious plans to debut a new show every quarter. Alex Kurtzman teased that he's got the small screen future of the franchise mapped out until 2027. This is all, you know, the filler bits in the paragraph. And it says on the feature film front, the fourth installment in the Kelvin timeline is still out there somewhere while Noah Hawley's planned reboot has been abandoned altogether. And I did see an interview with him lately that where he was, you know, it was brand new crew, brand new ship and everything. And people at Paramount just got nervous. That was what I read about that story. They just went, no, it's too, it's too much of a risk with a new crew and new ship. They didn't want to do it. Um, and then you've also got the Tarantino one, all of that stuff. But a new rumor claims that an animated Star Trek movie is now in development, but there's no additional details provided as to whether it's planned as theatrical, stream or sorry, as theatrical or streaming exclusive. If it takes place in the same continuity as either the small screen Kelvin or lower decks mythologies, or even the merest hint of any plot or character information, the report comes from the same outlet that exclusively revealed over the last few months that Brie Larson was pushing to join Star Trek. Uh, Tom Hardy's shins on marked for a comeback and Kelvin spinoffs were incoming. So there's a load of sodium stories within the sodium story. It's 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 an Inception sodium story. Uh, and there's also J.J. Um, Abrams returning behind the camera to helm of new blockbuster uh, with uh, multiple Captain Kirk's. But none of them have been corroborated or confirmed as of yet, so don't get too hyped about an animated effort until official word is made by the studio. Uh, Weirdly, I got this from We Got This Covered, and their source was Giant Freaking Robot. So, as I say, there's a lot to unpack with that, but would you like a Star Trek animated movie that wasn't Lower Decks?
1: Yeah, why not?
0: What, what about what, what, if it was done in that old animated series style of animation? Is it, would this be the 15th movie? Well, that's, that's another question
1: altogether. Yeah. Is it, is it to do with, but would it be... Could, well, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, if it, what timeline it follows. Would this be movie number 15? Is that right?
0: I guess so. No, hold on. You've got the six movies. Then you've got the four next generation ones. No, it'd be the 14th movie.
1: Ah, uh, so actually it might
0: be quite good then. <laughs> yeah but into darkness kind of spoiled
1: that though didn't it yeah into darkness and beyond kind of switched places didn't they yeah uh so there you go yeah um do I want an animated star trek movie um yeah why not why not i'll tell you what i don't want what i don't want a rick and morty movie directed by Zack snyder
0: (laughs) all he said was he'd be interested in making it
1: fucking care. I don't want him to show interest in anything. I want him to show interest in retiring. Right. <laughs> I want him to, him to show interest in stop, just stopping, just stopping. Just, 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 just stop Zack Snyder. Just stop. It's, it's good that fatherhood hasn't changed you. It's <laughs> just, I'm just really, really happy that I'm going to have a child that doesn't have to watch any Zack Snyder because I'm going to make sure. It no, he come. should, he should watch the Owls of Gahool. I like the Owls of Gahool.
0: Legend of the Guardians. I'm, I'm ending this call. It's a fun film. I'm ending this call. For what call. it is. I'm ending this if call. If you like watching owls fight each other. <laughs> but, right, animated film. Would you? Would this... So we've talked about it before and you said no, you wouldn't like this. But in animated form, would it be something that you might enjoy if they did an end game type thing where all of like Star Trek characters.
1: No. Joined I, I together. Just, I just, just, just don't think it's necessary. I don't think like, I like, what I like is like.
0: <sighs> it wouldn't give you any joy to see like Discovery and the Enterprise D it, no, and but the what Enterprise I, what A. And- I've
1: enjoyed, I've enjoyed. I don't mind. Like, yeah, it's like very cool to have, say, I don't know. Um, Enterprise D and Voyager do something together. Yeah. That's quite cool because they, they belong in that timeline together and stuff like that. And I do appreciate that Star Trek does the whole um, sort of time travel stuff. And, and admittedly, one of my favorite expanded sort of uh, universe stories uh, is a book called Federation, which involves the, the Enterprise D in the original series, uh, Enterprise, actually interacting. Not directly, okay. but interacting. So like, admittedly, you know, I'm into that. But like, I just don't agree with this whole, look, Endgame is a one in a franchise thing. Like, you know, it was done, like it was done for a specific purpose and it was always going to end with Endgame. It was always going to be, Endgame was always going to be the result. And it's uh, with with the Avengers and Marvel's, the the MCU, and even with the DC universe as well, potentially new DC universe, whatever DC do in the future, these big set piece movies that are based on other movies you know characters movies are going to be that thing what in order for a set piece like an end game an end game style um star trek movie to work a you're relying on star trek fans um knowing about every single character yeah Mm -hmm. B liking pretty much every single character let's face it let's face it we know that's not the case. Yes, we true. know there's a lot of hate for Discovery, there and for Card and for Picard and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So people won't accept that. Um, but also, there's 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 no reason for them to. Um, get involved. One of the great things about the Star Trek universe, one of the things that I've really, really enjoyed is how vast it is. Um, The the idea of the galaxy is vast. So the Enterprise D is over here doing its own thing of exploring and Deep Space Nine is here doing its thing of defending um, and Voyager is doing its thing of getting back home. And sometimes they interact and we have some crossovers with characters from other things because they do involve. And I like that. Like Janeway turning up in um, Nemesis Mm -hmm, to give mm -hmm. Picard his orders. Yeah. What a great little cameo! That's that's yeah. the type of thing that yeah. I really like, or all the crossovers between the Next Generation and Deep Space Nine episodes, um, where you know the, the D was at Deep Space Nine for a specific reason. Yeah. Likewise, Voyager was at Deep Space Nine for a specific reason, um, but it was only for like it was docking and then doing its mission, and it would take age like in the whole sort of an Endgame Infinity thing worked because they were seeding. They were seeding the Infinity Stones from the very beginning. I suppose. Oh, no. Not from the very beginning. Actually, no, they were. They but, were seeding the Avengers right from the very first movie. From so Iron Man. Scene, they were seeding the Avengers. Avengers from it. For, yeah. Yeah, I think the first and Infinity the And Tesseract, was Tesseract, yeah. Yeah, was brought in um, via uh, uh, Captain America. Mm. But then that was, and then suddenly the Infinity Stones was seeded all the way through from that as yeah. well. And so it was always going to be there. What has been seeded through the original series, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, all the movies, there's been no seed of that. So what, in order to have, like- I, I, I have an answer. The last thing that did, the last thing that tried to do an end game style thing mm. without seeding everything beforehand mm. was Zack Snyder's Justice League.
0: I would have actually said the last thing that tried to do it and didn't do it very well was um, Rise of Skywalker when all the ships. Well, there you at the go. End. Well, there you uh, go. That is they well. didn't properly. They, they they sort of set it up, but didn't set it up well enough. Uh, so that- but you could, especially with what's going on with the Picard trailers and everything that's come out recently, was is, is Q and in the original series. Q, okay, fair enough. Q wasn't in the original series, but Q has essentially been in every other. Thing he wasn't in Enterprise, Discovery. He hasn't been in Discovery, but he has been in Lower Decks. He's now about to appear in Picard. He was in Deep Space Nine. He was in Voyager, and it does set up that the Q Continuum on its own is pretty much always at war with itself. And I think that there is something that you could do with that, but as long as it was done well, and I think that the Q Continuum is something that can be explored. In more detail, in a better way than like I, I didn't enjoy the ones where it was like like a civil war was going on and it was an actual representation of the American Civil War and, and I, I thought it was just all a bit. Meh. But the, you there's something that could be done with the Q continuum. It would essentially, you know, it's like I, I I would have liked to have seen more of the Time War in Doctor Who. We heard these amazing stories about the 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 the. the ships or you know the 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 specific battles and things like that and it's stuff that makes your imagination go wild you'd like to see it and I I I wouldn't mind if there was something going on where say Q teams up all of the best crews from Starfleet uh, and manages to help them end the Q continuum war or something like that I think there's something that could be done quite well with that as long as it was done well, of course. I've lost him. I've lost him, ladies and gents. I've lost him.
1: Yeah, I, I, look, I remain sceptical. I I, I don't think it's necessary and I don't, yeah. I I mean, I'll take my money if it happens, but I just don't think it's something that would work for me personally. But
0: an animated movie of a brand new crew or a crew that already exists, you'd be okay with that?
1: Yeah why not
0: if it was a proper Titan although Titan now the only way we're getting the Titan stories now is clearly from Lower Decks that's I don't think we're getting it from anywhere else it would work as an animated movie and depending what sort of animation if it was CG or 2D what kind of animation would it be
1: listen mate it'll probably be based on um oh what's the um what's the new Star Trek series the kids one?
0: Oh yeah do you reckon it'll be a kids animated movie yeah that's I yeah reckon yeah yeah that's fine that's fine that's fine we're getting old stuff's not for us anymore
1: just bear in mind this is this is something that i've also like when it comes to like star wars fans star trek fans any fans like our age yeah bear in mind A lot of the stuff that's being made now, the newer stuff, is not for us. Yeah, it's not. Especially with Star Wars, especially Star Wars. No, yeah, definitely, definitely with Um, Star Wars. But even in Star Trek, to a degree, they're not making Discovery for the older fans. They're making it for people. They're making it to try and get in new fans. And they're trying, uh, Picard is, is for the older fans. Yeah. But actually, it's, you know, it's, again, it's not quite... There, you know, yeah. again, it's still trying to appeal to newer fans. um Lower decks is for yeah, old fa- is for old fans. it yeah. so many in jokes, so, so many in jokes. Just bear in mind that not everything that's being made now is we are not the target audience. They're not trying to win us over. No, we're out of We've that age been, demographic now. We <laughs> so. we have been won over, but yeah. also we are at the age now where it's a lot harder for us. I'm not saying this applies to you or me because I actually think we are quite open minded and do watch a lot of the new stuff, but. You know, a lot of people get to this age to sort of approaching 40. Yeah. No,
0: everything is aimed at the 24 to 34 demographic.
1: Younger than that, mate. Well, 18 to 24,
0: 18 to 24 and 24 to 34. Those are the two demographics that are needed to be aimed for the most. That's where all the money is. But in bear that in mind, that
1: an animated Star Trek movie would probably be younger. It would
0: be well. younger. It would be, it would be aimed at the 12 to 15 market so or 12 to 17, something like that, you know, there but you that's go. fine. But that's, that's the sodium story. Um cool. It, it it's it's not good, it's not bad, it's it's it is yeah. <laughs> the end. Salt, salt, how much do you need salt, salt? Well, just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. I've really disappointed Rick with that sodium story. He was hoping to come back to something that we could have a good laugh at. But in the end, it's broken his heart, ladies and gents. It's broken his heart.
1: That's broken my heart. It's just, I nothinged it. (laughs) (laughs) It inspired nothing in me.
0: Nice. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad our friendship has reached that level that's
1: that's not your fault by the way that's not your fault you, feels you like write, it is feels like that's you what you're, you're saying didn't, you didn't listen you didn't write this story you didn't write the story right you were merely the messenger okay. but i have loaded my gun and i'm about to shoot you <laughs> jesus christ
0: you know how <laughs> sorry, wanted- sorry,
1: you're right you're right you're you're right i've set my <laughs> phaser to kill and i am going to shoot you <laughs>
0: You know, I was looking forward to at some point recording in the same room with each other, uh, you know, not anymore,
1: not anymore. You you shouldn't, mate, because you you bring shit like that to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Okay. well, shall shall we, shall we, shall we, shall we? Fantastic. A five. Let's do it. When your brain is in a twist Cause you've got to make a list Of the best things of all time Or the worst things we can find It's a fair and fabulous Phenomenal Fantastic Five This was a journey to put together, wasn't it? Oh,
1: mate. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: was a journey. A couple of days, few days ago, it was like, what should we do? Um, planets?
1: <laughs> yeah, do you know what was funny? I was just going, I mean, like, Mars? Mars? I, I
0: had, no, well, no, I had, I had Jupiter? specifically, at one point when I was putting that together, it was like Mars, but specifically from John Carter.
1: Right. Specifically ah, from see, John Carter. Right. So, cool, 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 cool. So it could have been fictional planets and it could have been, okay. That's, about, but, but I
0: think we were both struggling with this and I was like, how, how are you approaching this? Are we being funny? Are we being like, is it a cool place to live? Or is it like just it just seems like a cool planet? Um, I mean, my
1: my my problem was is that um, I only had the moon, uh, basically my baby's ass, and shit coming out of it (laughs) constantly. So I just my mind was not on trying to come up with a fantastic five for planets. That was quite difficult.
0: It was, it was, but it was like uh, so. It's not planets, ladies and gents. It's not planets. It's not planets. Um, It is. uh, We've we've gone
1: with tech. Right. So we have previously done fictional tech. Yes. We have done that. Yes. This time, mm. we're going with real tech. Real tech that we've but actually Specifically. Used. Yeah. Specifically tech that we actually have owned or used. Yes. So um I thought we'd go with that.
0: I mean, one point, I, I've got better than this, but at one point on my list was the barcode battler. At one point was on my list. Did you ever have one of those?
1: No, I didn't. I know that was
0: that was the problem. I was the only one who had a Barco Battler, so I couldn't actually. So I couldn't actually play with anyone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, story of your life, really, isn't it? God damn it! (laughs) Okay, should we do this? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, should you
0: start? Should I start? What should we do? I don't mind. Well, here is the thing: both of us have pretty much the same number five. I think
1: no. No, because mine's not in order. Oh right,
0: okay, okay. I'll I'll go with my number five, and then you can talk about yours. Okay. In, in, okay. So I went with um, my phone, um, <laughs> the the specifically which is the iPhone 11 Pro Plus. Um, keeps you up all night. It really does. It, it no, it's it's an addictive phone. It's a very addictive phone, but it has been. The most used out of all of my phones ever. The the fact that I can um, record a music video and then edit a music video on it is just extraordinary. Like high quality, like better than iMovie, uh, which I know is not a big ask, but I've I, I've managed to make better quality videos from it than when I had I had access to Final Cut. Uh, I've been able to perform certain things that I just wasn't able to either figure out. But like, I mean, that's down to the app, sure. But it's way more intuitive than anything that I've done before. Um, if I wanted to, yeah, I could do it as a, a music studio. The camera is phenomenal. And I've basically been using that camera on my streams uh, as, as my my webcam. And it's been brilliant. It has been absolutely brilliant. So as a vital piece of tech of, a film studio music studio and photography studio all in my pocket i couldn't i couldn't ask for anything more and uh what why it's not number one well i've got other things to talk about but yeah that's my number five very
1: good very good lovely lovely love it
0: okay you're good number, number five.
1: five uh my number five is something that i owned uh absolutely years ago uh must have got these around 2007. Yeah. Um, it is Motorola S9 Bluetooth headphones. Right, okay. okay, yeah. These were the first truly wireless headphones I ever bought. They were um, in ear and mm. they had like a band that went around the back of your neck yeah. and that was it. Like a solid band. It wasn't a wire, it was a solid band. Yeah. Uh, they were water resistant. Um, but the thing was, is that they were Bluetooth. They were wireless. I had no wire. It was the first time I'd ever owned something where I could listen to sound sound coming through from another device without having a wire between them and it was just like this is incredible the sound quality was great they were they had a microphone built in as well so i could use them for phone calls um so i could connect them to my iphone um uh, at the time um i i it came with an adapter like a bluetooth adapter i could put them into my ipod i had an ipod classic so i could put it into my ipod classic and actually have bluetooth from my ipod and it was just like this is incredible. And I think, I think it was like the first time that I'd owned sort of like, you know, up until then, when you when you talk to people about Bluetooth headsets, they were like the singular earpiece. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was actual proper stereo sound. Yeah, And it was just like, I couldn't believe I, I was the only person I knew who owned this. Everyone else was still on wired. You know, now I've got a pair of AirPods and it's just like, you know, amazing. But those Motorola S nine Bluetooth headphones. Having them was like this is the is one of the first times I ever felt like this is the future. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Like it was like this is it. And ever since I've had them, I've never wanted to have wired headphones. I've always tried to find wireless headphones. No, I hate I hate wired headphones now. And uh, when people like
0: complain, oh, it's just another thing to recharge. It's just like I have nearly ruined so many laptops by accidentally catching it with my leg. And nearly yeah. knocking something off the table and, you know, they are much more valuable uh, to, to, to to everyday life. They just really are. Yeah. They just, they are much yeah. more helpful. Yes, it's annoying if you forget to charge them, but I'd rather just yeah. not have to deal with headphones than to put together a broken laptop. Well, there you go. There
1: you go. So, yeah, I like so, yeah. it. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. What's your number
0: four? So my number four, um, I actually have gone with software. Okay. I've gone with software. Um, now there's this is this is why it's, what it's called uh, Isotope um, is the company, uh, and it's this audio repair software. Mm-hmm. I once recorded. It was it was one of my first big jobs when I was um, a, a sound engineer and it was one of my first jobs where I was sort of asked last minute to do something and they were all really happy with me. I turned up with all my own microphones and was able to connect to the mixing desk at the theatre. It was like a live audio play, okay? And one of the actors really, really wound me up because when I listened back to the recording after the performance, there was just so much clipping, so much clipping. Now, clipping with analogue it gets a bit distorted clipping on digital is one of the most painful sounds you could ever hear it's like this full on, it's 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 uh, it's 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 horrible it's a horrible noise now on logic the software that i normally use for recording you can go into some the the audio waves you can zoom in far enough and you can see where the clips are and you can redraw it with a pencil to take the clips out there was so much clipping in this hour and a half recording and I sat there for two days, going through this piece, piece by piece, drawing in where the clipped waveforms were. And I'd only in those two days done about 10 minutes of the recording. That it just was taking so long to the point where I was pouring two bigger glasses of whiskey to get through the night to try and finish what I was trying to do because I had to do it within the week. Then I found, I I basically caved and was like, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. And I found this software and I managed to do more work in one hour than I'd done in 48 hours previously. This software was so vital and so brilliant that I I could just do 10 minute chunks at a time and just go, right, let's fix everything. I didn't even have to select the specific thing. I just go fix everything in this patch of 10 10 minutes fix everything in this patch of 10 minutes now i know this is pretty dull tech okay this is pretty dull tech but for for me it was one of the most vital pieces of software i've ever owned
1: nice nice cool
0: so yeah as i say not exciting but there you go what's your number four
1: (laughs) my number four is my stream deck oh well yeah of course it's, 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 i love it i love it and it's, it's it's so simple all it is is macro keys it's just a yeah. bunch of extra keys that's all it is yeah. It's nothing special it's not like um it's not groundbreaking technology no. yeah but there's a whole thing about innovation and feet versus gimmicks mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh people kind of get them mixed up when people talk about innovation and people mix up gimmicks and innovation so like a gimmick will be something that's quite cool but you know it doesn't really do anything it's like oh wow they've managed to do that but it doesn't really add any function or use to Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. and innovation is something that takes something that maybe exists already or a problem and streamlines it and makes it easier and just changes everything the stream deck does that for me right stream deck is innovation all it is is a set of buttons that's all it is Mm -hmm. on its surface but You know, and first of all, I've I've been using it on streaming so I can just change my scenes and do Mm -hmm. sounds and stuff like that. And it's really nice being able to do that at a press of a button, you know, or at most two or three presses of a button, much quicker than having to navigate around my computer Mm -hmm. while I'm doing something else. It's just great. I've started using it more now in day-to-day on my computer as well. Okay. So there's things like uh, I've mapped out a button for, uh, for my Mac for force quitting so I can particularly bring it up if I'm having a problem with uh, an app rather than having to press the key button. Several keys at once, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can just press that and it does it for me. That's great. Uh, Even right now, I could, if I wanted to, end the Zoom call by a press of my button on my stream deck. Um, So it's like, it's really, like there's a lot of things that I've managed to work out to do. And there's even more that I'm working out to do. And I really, really like it. And it's like, not only has it made a difference to my streaming, it's making a difference to how I interact with my computer full stop. Nice. And that is innovation. It is.
0: It, they're they're great go. little devices, especially yeah. as like, they're, they're essentially just like what shock jocks
1: use for like sound effects. <laughs> yes, exactly that. Exactly that. But yeah, it's there's, it's a great bit of kit. So that is That is my number
0: four. That's good. I like What's it. What's number three? My number three is great and I miss it. I still have it, but it's not at my place right now. I've got nowhere to put it but it is one of the best things I've ever owned. And that is the Roland TDK-P drum kit. Uh, it is an electric drum kit. And the mm-hmm. P in the TDKP p is portable. It literally folds up into one bag and then you can take wow. it everywhere. It just folds up. That's cool. It is awesome. It is, I mean, look, does it feel like a drum kit when you're actually playing on it? Of course not. No, it's, they're, they're rubber pads. I've played on much better electronic drum kits that have like mesh pads. So it's got the actual natural Mm. bounce that you get and all of that sort of stuff. Sure. But for, it's got great sound effects. And if I wanted to, if I have better sound effects on my computer, I can hook it up to that and then have much more realistic sound effects and it's all fine. But seriously, drum kits are noisy. They are noisy. Electric drum kits, they're still quite noisy. You could, it's its annoying to sit in a room with someone playing an electric drum kit, even if they've got their headphones on, because you are just hearing tappity tap, 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 tap. But it's not as noisy. And it's much more easy to correct mistakes when you're recording stuff. Uh, they're great for live gigs, especially for comedy, where listening to the lyrics is paramount <laughs> and you've got more control over drum volume yeah uh so but the, the, the whole thing about this is the portability the fact that you can have one drum kit fold up and put it into one bag that is fucking cool and vital yeah for, for 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 a traveling musician so i i i just love the fact that it exists great great shout i just wish i still great. had it in my life <laughs> it's good that's a really good shout is, man. what's your number three
1: my uh number three is the apple pencil nice no i'm gonna say i was in very big danger of this uh list being just me being an apple fanboy yeah, yeah i had yeah, to yeah. really really dig deep to find other stuff you know and think about mm. other things um but no uh this this is my first and only one of two pieces of Apple tech that I've put on here. But the Apple Pencil, like, just is phenomenal. Um, I, I'm i pretty much paperless now. Yep. I'm paperless. Uh, I bought it initially to uh, note take. So I'd write material on my iPad as opposed to having to carry a book around. Sure, sure. Um, and, and I've, you know what? I've lost notepads as well. Yeah, I've lost notepads, which means I've lost jokes. You mm-hmm. know, I've lost ideas. Now I, can't, I don't lose any of that because it's all stored in a cloud. I can get it back. It's just brilliant. Um, but then the great thing as well, is, I started off as just like, I'm going to use this to write material on the go on my iPad. It then became something that I, I started using it for sketching and drawing as well. And that's, suddenly I was able to do my my movies of dinosaurs. I was able to do it on a more regular basis. Uh, create that webcomic and just have lots of fun with it as well. So it's got me back into drawing as well. So I think it's just... It's, it's at its core, people go like, it's just a stylus. It's not. No. When you actually use one, it's incredible. Like, it is literally incredible. It is just like using a pencil or a pen. um So, that is my, again, it's that whole thing of it's taken something that existed, so styluses, mm-hmm. and just made it change my workflow completely. In fact, it's got to the stage because obviously it can recognize my writing and convert that to text. That's cool. I'm, I'm I, I, Sometimes when I'm texting you, mate, I'm writing it on my iPad. Oh, like literally you. writing you, get, get you, Mister yeah. Fancy yeah. Pencil. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So there you go. That's 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 that one. Number three. That's a good it's one. My Apple
0: pencil. They are. They are. They, they, they do make good stuff. You can't, you can't do. deny it. They make yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Can't deny it. This this section of the
1: podcast is not sponsored by Apple. By the no.
0: I'll wait till you hear my number one, Jesus. Uh um, number two? So my number two, I've specifically written one of these things, but I've, 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 you know, I've guitar multi effects, right? Are all brilliant, okay? I mean, okay, maybe not all brilliant, but the 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 concept is, you know, being able to have everything all built into one unit. Now, yes, you get higher quality if you build your own pedal board with all the individual pedals and all hooked up and powered and blah 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 blah, but for quick and effective stuff, you get the multi-effects and I had one. It was the Digitech GNX1 amp modeler and I wish I still had it, unfortunately it stopped working, but I didn't even really scratch the surface of this thing and it was just the best thing ever. Really, it wasn't something that you'd plug into your amp, it was something that you would plug into your, say, computer or just a mixing desk, and it would have the amp. So, you know, if you wanted the amp that Brian May used, you could program it to be that amplifier. If you wanted Metallica's amplifier, you could program it to be a Mesa Boogie Head, or you, you could be a Vox, or it could be whatever amp that you wanted. And... All the individual uh, multiple effects. Like one of the best things. So I, I would play something, say like Sabbath True" by Metallica. Now that's in what would be. That's it's still sort of standard tuning. Like all the chord shapes are the same. But when you play an E chord, it's not an E chord. It's a D. It's like two steps lower. So sorry, a whole step lower. So. I could do that on this multi-effect without having to actually tune the guitar. It would just make everything lower. And it was one of the cleanest, crispest uh, sounds of doing that than any other pitch-shifting unit that I've ever had before because it would sometimes be, it would sound digital and you'd hear that, like sort of, you could hear it struggling to actually convert it. But this device was one of the most extraordinary pieces of technology and music that I've ever used. It even had like what we call a whammy pedal. It had a whammy pedal built in and a friend of mine who had a whammy pedal said that he preferred mine because it just had a better sweep from the from one sound to the other, and and that was what I thought was great. I was like, wow! And to buy one of those is 130 quid on their own, but I've got it in this device that, if I was to if I was to figure out how much it costs in comparison to the whole thing, it would probably only be a fiver. You know, uh, but I and just say they don't make these anymore, but you can get something like it. Guitar multi effects. If you spend the right amount of money, you can get something so perfect that will make your guitar just sound amazing. Uh, you just have to know how to use them, and I just think they're for for me vital piece of kit. Nice, nice. I've got a few music based things on here, haven't I? A few you a- have. Audio. You can tell. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This is yeah, music tech from.
0: has evolved since I, I used to like just make MIDI on a shitty old Atari. There you go. We've we've come a
1: long way. Nice. So come on. Give me your number 2. My number 2 was uh was your number 5. Right? But slightly different. Slightly different. Uh mine is my iPhone 12 Pro. Yep. You're the you got the one up from me. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Um I've gone for this because If I'm being completely honest, you know, but my first iPhone was the iPhone 3G. That was the first Mm. one I owned. Um, So the second phone that was released. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. The last time I was properly excited by an iPhone was my iPhone Five, mm-hmm. okay. I think because I I, 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 was like, oh my god, I love the design, I love everything about it, I love the, the, the mm-hmm. technology it brought to it. But then since then, it's kind of been like, okay, we're on a new iPhone. Like you mm-hmm. know, they, they, they look. They, let's be completely honest here. Smartphones now are like laptops, mm-hmm. not in yes. the sense of, um, in terms of like what they can do. Of course, of course, they're like laptops in that sense, but in terms of who gets excited by laptops anymore? Like when the app, when laptops first came to the market, it was like, oh my God, they're doing this at the design and they're doing this and they're doing this. And it was like, whereas nowadays you walk into a shop and you'll see 50 million, you know, 50,000, however many laptops in a row and they all look the same and they all kind of do the same thing. Yeah. So it's a mature market. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. And, you know, for the last five, six years or the last five years, I would say the smartphone market is kind of mature. I would say there's not really anything massively exciting going on out there. No one's come out with a new form factor or whatever. That's really like, oh my God. I mean, like there's some people coming out with folding phones now, but they just seem to be beset with loads of problems and stuff like that. So they're not really exciting. And also I look at them going, cool. It's not, it's not particularly exciting. And so I was kind of like a little bit bored with phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got my 12 Pro and it's the most I've spent on a phone ever. Yeah. Right. And oh my God, this phone just blows me away with like everything it can do. Like everything that you said, I just go, what the hell? Yeah. But for me, the reason I went for, the the reason I went for a 12 Pro is rather than just getting say a 12. Yeah. 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 Is because I want to have the better camera system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're great cameras. Because, baby, I wanted to make sure that I was capturing every single moment I can. And so I've been using my camera like every single day for the last 11 days, but I've been using it longer and I've been using it to try and trying to get a hang of it and get mm-hmm. some ideas and stuff like that. And there is nothing like this camera. This camera on, on a phone. Like it's, it's incredible. I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course, a DSLR dedicated camera is always going to be better. But I hate people who use that argument of going, oh, well, an SLR is better. It's like, yeah, but that's kind of like saying, oh, I've just bought a tractor for my farm. Yeah, but a Formula One car is better, isn't it? So they do completely different jobs. Yeah. You know, but for a a phone that lives in my pocket, that's the first thing that I can, if I want to take a quick photo, I'm not going to have an SLR to hand all the time, am I? Right? I'm walking down the street and I, suddenly a moment happens. I can bring up my phone in my pocket. And the camera on this thing is unbelievable. The night vision is really good now. Yeah. And some of the photos that I've been capturing of my child, of my baby, I I just they make me so, so happy. And it's like it's creating memories for life. Um, it's so clear. You know, and they, it's it's I I spent a few years ago I spent um I spent like a month scanning in photos uh scanning in old family photos so that they were digital copies that we would never lose them Mm -hmm. and but it was there was so few of them compared to what i've got now because you know film you'd you'd only have 36 in a roll you'd have to Mm -hmm. shoot be picky about what photos you were taking and you
0: would be like oh i've only got about 10 pictures left is this a good picture to take or should i save
1: whereas now i can just snap away and the quality is out of this world. So there you go. That's that is my number 2 is my iPhone 12 Pro. Nice. Very good. Very good. Very good. What's your number 1?
0: Well, to continue this Apple love fest that, that 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 we're doing right now. Um I I sort of cheat with this, but it's basically any MacBook I've ever owned. That's a total cheat. <laughs> any macbook i've ever owned and they've all lasted a long time uh they have all been vital to everything that i've been doing Mm. um again like what we've talked about with the phones but to be able so right here's here's what i could do right here's what i could do i could be in a recording studio and have the laptop plugged into the desk and the interface and everything there. And uh, I could be, I could, I could record in a, ho- a whole band. I could record like f- 30 tracks, let's say 30, 30 tracks overlaying with each other and manage to record it all onto the laptop. That would be great. And then to be able to disconnect that laptop and take it home and continue mixing it there or continue editing and restructuring things and then be able to do that. And then more or less finish it off from the comfort of my bed and create a studio quality album in that, in that way. To be able to do that is amazing. Obviously much more than you can with your phone. And same with being able to do your films or edit your photos. All of those things. Now, as I've said before, sometimes if you've got something, a powerful computer. It is useful to only really use it for one thing, but the capability of every MacBook that I've owned to do everything, absolutely everything, and check my emails. Like, it's, it's just, (laughs) it's just brilliant. And it's, it's basically just a bigger phone. That, that it feels weird that that's what we've got to, where that instead of saying my phone is like a small computer, no, now it's my computer is now a, a large phone. That's 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 what it is because I can do all my my video calls on it. I can say check my emails, check my text messages, um, but everything. And little things like what we're doing with streaming, having to connect it to other bits of software and the fact that it can handle that and program all these things. Yes, I know desktop computers and all sorts can do it as well, but I still, every experience I've had with a desktop PC has always resulted in a slow, angry session. That's, that's, that's what happens every time. With the MacBooks, yes, okay, no computer is perfect but I've had much fewer experiences that have made me angry with any of my Apple Macs, any of them, any of them. And now we're at a point where like the laptop that I'm doing this very podcast on right now is more powerful than uh, any of the computers that sent the rockets to the moon. Like that's nuts. That's nuts. And I, I was able to afford that somehow. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway, every MacBook I've ever owned, that's the best tech. Good shout. I like it. I like it. Good number one. Good Thank number you. one. What's your number one then? Come on.
1: Um. So my number one is, is this dog. It's
0: the best bit of tech. It's the best bit of tech.
1: Okay.
0: I'm being upstaged by a greyhound, ladies and gents.
1: Um, my number one is not the most advanced piece of technology nope. on the list. No, nowhere near. No, no, no. Nowhere near. In fact, this is the oldest oldest bit of tech. But there was an interesting thing that you tagged me in on Twitter. Oh, yes. Recently, uh, which was four games that made you into a gamer. Yeah. And two out of my four games were played on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Ah, the NES. The NES. So my number one piece of tech that I have owned is the NES. Okay. Because that console... It was the first thing that got That was my gateway drug. <laughs> that was my gateway into gaming. That's how I got into gaming, yeah. was through that console. I loved that thing. And I could play computer games on my TV at home. Like, it, my TV suddenly wasn't just for watching TV. It wasn't just for mum watching neighbours. <laughs> it was suddenly I could play. I could yeah. play computer games at home. It wasn't just at the arcades at uh, Portobello Beach. It was in my home. I could play them as long as I wanted, as many as I wanted. There was, I had, I, do you remember video game rental places? Yes. Yeah. I had one of them down the road. I used to rent so many games all the time for like 50p for like an evening. I could rent a game and play it. And it was just amazing. And it was, I loved, I loved my NES. It's just changed everything. It's this, it was, I couldn't believe I had something so advanced in my home. I, I remember that as a kid. Um, and I think, you know what, to be honest, might have taken it for granted a little bit growing up. Uh now I would kill to have that thing again. Mm. It's people it's, did when they
0: released the mini one. People yeah.
1: like like you they, can't they, buy the mini. They committed murder uh, to get one of them. But there you go. That is my number one is in terms of life changing technology,
0: yeah, the NES. And and because of the amount of times that you would blow either into the game or into the device itself, it's probably filled with more of your saliva than any girl that you've ever kissed.
1: You could probably clone me from the amount of spit <laughs> that's inside of there. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that that's was a fun one. reminisce. That was a good it number wasn't one. It was a nice, fantastic five. Oh, thank you. Still waiting for that, that check, Apple. Still waiting <laughs> for that check. I mean, can you imagine if they did send us a check?
0: Would it just be... I think the closest I'll ever get to getting a check from Apple would be a a, a refund for an overpayment on my iCloud account. That's probably the biggest check I'll ever receive. It'll be for 79p.
1: I mean, like, if anyone's out there who'd like to sponsor this podcast.
0: (laughs) We'll use your tech. Sure, give it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it. I mean, do you know what? Actually, we'll we'll go into this because that is actually the end of the podcast. Yes, it is. Oh, I'm so tired. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Go have a nap. I know, I need a nap. But this is the end of the podcast. We hope that you enjoyed listening. It's nice to be back. Yeah. It's nice to be back. It's nice to have you Um, back.
0: It's it's nice to to have you back. back. Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? I got invited onto the JUL stream. (laughs) <laughs> i got invited um, on the jul stream because they were like rick's not around and uh gary wasn't around at the time so i think half just he, he he needed a white guy to 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 to, to
1: take to out out yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go so it's uh, yeah i hope you've enjoyed it it's it's, it's nice i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed uh, recording this again enjoyed chatting to you again matt and if you've enjoyed listening to it um you know you know what you can do you know if you haven't done so already hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to it hit hit, hit subscribe hit it now I'll we'll give you a second. Done. There we go. Nice. Hit subscribe. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts for us as well, because uh, the more five-star reviews we get, the more people will see this podcast and the more listeners we'll get. That'd be amazing. That'd be really, really nice. Um, and of course, if you don't want to do any of that, but you have enjoyed the podcast, why not tell one person in real life about this podcast? Tell one other person in real life about this podcast that you enjoy and you think they should listen to it, or even tell them online tell someone online how could they do that they can they can find us on Facebook they can find us on Twitter they can find us
0: on Instagram both of us are on Twitch uh, and uh, that's, that's you know, as I've said many times, that's the best way to sort of interact with us in real time. But sure, if you see us uh, posting the latest podcast on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, show it to your friends. That Hit the retweet button. It takes two seconds, maybe not even two seconds, just just one. It takes a little longer on Facebook because you've got to share, then you've got to confirm that you want to share. Sure, it's a little bit more tedious. Uh, in fact, I don't even think Instagram has a retweet function. And I mean, for fuck's sake, Instagram, get with it. Anyway, those are ways you can uh, share us and tell your friends about us. Now, another way you can support us, and this is the way we appreciate um, so much, is support us on Patreon. Uh, You know, we would like to be doing this a lot more, we would like to be building this up uh, in in the best way possible, but we need, obviously, unfortunately, it all comes down to a bit of financial support basically. So if you could find it in your heart to just throw us a few quid via Patreon, um, we'll give you some extras, and uh, as I say, the podcast will, you know, improve, uh, I mean,
1: how can you improve on this? I mean, how can can you? How can you improve on this wonderful, wonderful thing? give us your money and then we can quit our jobs and do this you know have actual time and then then
0: we'd be able to like do things like tour it take it on the road and and, and things (gasps) like that imagine that's all i dream about mate it's all i dream about that's what i would love to do with this go on the road with the geekatorium it would be so much fun but unfortunately we're unable to do that unless we get as much support as we can possibly muster uh, now, the best way for all of these things, you can just Google the Geekatorium. That's all you need to do. Just Google the Geekatorium, you'll find. I don't know if the SEO is entirely in our favour, but you will find us if you uh, Google us.
1: Well, that's that's the end of the podcast, folks. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.